Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to another episode of Beats Corner. It's your boy Beaks, and I'm back in a building. You know the routine. We're out here, we're rolling, and we are moving. Listen, shout out to everyone all the time. You know me, I like to show love and let everyone know it is what it is. Um, it's good for you guys to be listening, tuning in when you're going to work or when you're just about to, you know, sit down and watch the football. You want to get that footballing feeling in place. I get that. And that's what's happened. So shout out to you guys. Um, I really appreciate you guys, uh, you know, just listening week in, week out. I mean, I do this for you guys. I love expressing how I feel about the game and about sports in, in general. So I'd like to thank thank you guys for even taking the time out to listen to myself. Um, Yeah, man, catch me on the socials at Beats Corner. That's for Instagram. And at Beats underscore Corner for uh, Twitter. So I'm always on there. I'm always active. I'm always, you know, very chatty. So yeah, man, don't worry. Don't hesitate to at me or, you know, shout at me or get your opinions across. Um, bruv, it's been a big weekend. It's always a big weekend in the sporting world. It always is. There's left, right, centre. You. There's always, always, always uh, things happening. Um, obviously, we had the boxing. I did predict that, you know, Joshua would end up winning his belt back. And he did. Bruv, if you watched the fight, you'd realise it was, it was Andy Ruiz versus Anthony Joshua, part two. Uh, Joshua won uh, unanimous decision. Um, got his belts back, making him a two-time, two-time world champion. Um... Listen, his game plan, he stuck to his game plan, stick and stick and move, stick and move. The jab, the long range, bro, it just it was so it was so effective. It was so so effective. And you gotta give credit where credit is due. He's doing his thing. Um, you cannot complain. Um I know a lot of people that say I didn't pay to watch I didn't pay for this, I didn't do this or whatnot. What you gotta realise is that if you're a real boxing fan or you, you love the game or whatnot, I'm I'm a big boxing fan myself. When you watch a performance like that, you realize that you know what I was good. I enjoyed that. Do you understand what I'm saying? I enjoyed it because he put Joshua put on a masterclass there, bro. He put on a masterclass and he stuck by it. Do you understand? He didn't get he didn't get carried away. He didn't say yeah, this is what I'm going to do or I'm gonna you know fuck everything up. No, he he kept it short and sweet. He kept it simple and boy did it work and it fucking did. And hence why he is now a two time world champion. Do you get what I'm saying? So shout out to him. Fair play to him, man. He's doing his thing. And, you know, I wonder what's next for him. A lot of people are saying part three. Uh, Donny Ruiz, I think you've had your, your five minute of fame. I think you should go back. Enjoy the money that you made from Saudi Arabia and from becoming world champion. I hear you, Don. You want part three? Ain't going to happen, bro. Eddie Hearn saying, bro, cut that, cut that. But yeah, hold tight, Joshua. You're doing your thing, fam. Do you get me? I wonder what's next for him. Could it be uh, Wilder? Could it be Fury? I know who I'd want him to fight, and that's Tyson Fury, but I'll leave that for you guys, but we'll keep it moving. Um, That was one of the biggest things that happened in the uh, sporting world, but I'm just going to dive straight into, you know, the weekend's results. Um, Yeah, man, do you know what? I'm just going to keep it real. It is what it is. I'm going to talk about the big, the big sides. You know, because the big sides are the ones that everyone's talking about. So, what the one of the big sides I'm going to start is the Manchester Derby. The Manchester Derby, 5.30 kickoff on a Saturday night, just before the, you know, Ruiz and Joshua fight. So, obviously, it depending on this result, I was going to be happy or sad. And, boy, was I absolutely happy because I was not expecting this result. Manchester City won Manchester United to Manchester. It's fucking red rude, boy. You get me? Shout out to these, man. All right, listen. Rashford and Martial on the score sheet. 
Rashford, the big game player who stepped up again. The brother who got a brace during the week against Spurs, stepped up, won the penalty, took the penalty and slotted it away. Bottom corner, making it 1-0 Manchester United. And bro, we were just hitting Man City on the counter. I said it on the last episode. I said what we had to do, not to change anything, not to make any drastic, you know, woohoo changes and keep it um, keep it sweet keep it simple and that's what we did well that's what Oli did and he kept it simple he kept McTominay and Fred there the workers he, the only thing he changed was uh, Young for sure um, making sure play that game I was a bit you know sceptical about that but hey in the end it did work um, the centre-backs the same obviously Wan-Bissaka staying in his position James, who I thought had a fantastic game as well, allowing to, allowing him to get an assist for Martial's goal, who did end up scoring, by the way. We didn't think he was going to be fit, but he came on, he, he, he rose to the occasion and did he score? Yes, he fucking did, making it 2-0 at the time. And I kid you not, guys, this game should have been over and done with in the first 30 minutes. It should have been 4 or 5. Rashford missed an opportunity, then he hit the bar. We were just hitting them on the counter, like left, right, centre, and their defence was shaky. And the only one in their defence who, you know, was keeping up with pace was Walker, bro. It was Walker. Walker was trying his absolute best, but, bro, the pace and the attack, the counter-attack that Manchester United had was absolutely blindsiding, killing. And they couldn't keep up with it. Because you know how we knew what City were going to do. They were going to come on to us. They were going to play. It's their home ground. They're going to come and play and say, this is what we're going to do. Uh-uh, ain't going to happen. I don't know if they hadn't watched Man United play the big sides, but this is what was going to happen. And this is what I said will happen in the beginning of the season. Man United are going to let these t- big teams come to them and hit them on a the counter-attack, knowing that they've got enough pace and enough strength to go on and make sure they score. They The thing with Man United, they need to be more clinical. They need to be more focused and and on, on how they're going to end up scoring these goals because that's what's going to happen and trust me it's going to happen and for me it looks like if they're going to go into that direction they need to find a forward they need to find a centre mid but hey I'm not the manager I'm not the board but we'll see what happens with Manchester United in, in the end um, Man, Man City did end up scoring allowing Man United to concede again um, but it just wasn't enough it was a bit too late Mahrez had a chance towards the end but David De Gea again with a strong hand Bruv, listen, it's so mad how things have panned out. So mad how things have panned out. This is not a, a Man City side that we're not we're 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 used to. And, and when I say things like that, I mean in terms of City conceding. I mean they've conceded two goals in three of their eight Premier League uh, ho- uh, home games this season. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that was only done five times in 57 home Premier League games under Pep. So you can see the change. You can see how defensively weak they are at the moment they're very vulnerable at the back and teams can get at them i mean when you have teams like wolves um getting at them like that at home in at etihad and hitting them on a counter-attack then what makes you think other teams can't do that huh they played newcastle newcastle uh, drew with them 2-2 at, at, and i know that was at st james's but you could see there like hmm there's a few holes there that can be plucked do you see where i'm coming from guys so it's not like they're invincibles they're not they're not. They're absolutely not. And when I say they're not, they've now dropped 16 points. They dropped 16 points the whole season, the whole of last season, and they and, and they won the league. They've already dropped 16 points as we speak. Do you understand what I'm saying? And we're edging towards the the, the halfway the halfway mark. 
So it, you can tell, bruv, you can tell. I said it from the beginning, letting go of players like Vincent Company. I'm not saying Company's now going to be some star man and he's going to be playing week in, week out. No, we need leaders. We need someone who knows how to do this uh, and, and, and not just to let go. Bruv, it's not, it's not a good look, man. And now Man City are dropping points. It's not good. They're now, what? United are now five points from top four. Whoever thought that would ever happen. And they're eight points from City. So it just goes to show how the, 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 the things have, have have transpired, bruv. Because not in a million years would I talk would you someone tell me and say, yeah, Man, Man United will, you know, catch up and be in the top four race. No, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that at all. But things have happened. For me, I'm going to big up Rashford as well because I've been on here and I've criticised him. But my problem is, and you guys will know, I've criticised him as a forward. And him as a forward, for me, it doesn't work. He's not a he's not a centre forward that should be playing in alone. He's not a striker. He's someone that should be playing out from the from the wide position and creating and doing what he does best, cutting him from and trying to shoot from with his with his stronger foot, his right foot, and that's what's happening. And that's why he's getting the goals. Last season he got ten in thirty three games in the Premier League. This season he's got ten in sixteen prem in Premier League games. So you can see the 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 the, the improvement there. But most of them goals have come from the left. So he's not a centre forward. And it looks like Solskjaer is trying to now see him that. Okay, cool. Because if Rashford can do it for England from the left, then he can do it for England, for Man United on the left as well. There's no stopping that. There's no doubt in that. And it's, it's, it's working. I'm not going to get sucked into... People still now trying to say, Oli in, Oli in. I'm not down for that, bro. Because I'm telling you now... When push comes to shove, when dire times happen and you know Man United don't get results because our season is going to be inconsistent, then I want to see what you guys are going to say because, yeah, he's done it against the big sides, but the big sides, yeah, they matter. However, when you're playing the lesser sides and you want to get the points, bro, you got to make sure you get the points and he's not getting the points against the lesser side. I mean, Man United won a Premier League away game. I was quite surprised to go Etihad and win. Bro, I'm not going to I'm not gonna stain Oli's name. I'm just saying, for me... I can't, I can't, my boy said it the other day, I can't imagine Solskjaer lifting the Premier League. And if he does, if that ever happens, I will come on here and I will say, bruv, I'll hold my hands up, bruv. I'll hold my hands up and I and I will say, look, you know, fair play to you, man. Like, fair play to him. He did it and, he, you know, my club's won the league again. But I just can't see it. Long-term vision, I can't see it. He, he claims that he's trying to build something. That's for him. For me, I don't really see what, you know... Sometimes his management is a bit, mm, a bit shaky. You know, them ones, they're a little bit shaky. But, hey, what can I say? Um, bruv, it's, it's, it's just mad, bruv. A lot of players need to get praise. McTominay, a.k.a. McSauce, bruv, he was wavy yesterday. He was absolutely phenomenal. He the way he played, winning, winning the balls, getting the tackles in, him making sure he gets fouled. I mean, the City players were getting so frustrated with him. It was unbelievable. There was a time in the, during the game I just see him smile. I just see him smile and I knew, yeah, that's what I want. I want, I want, I want the scumminess, bruv. That's what I want. And he knows what it takes. He knows what it means to play, you know, in these games. Because you've played it in the in the academy level. Coming up to the big stage is a, is a whole different ball game. Fred as well. He looks like he's trying to find his feet. I don't know, you know, against the lesser side, he's absolutely abysmal. But top sides, fucking hell, man. Honestly, the energy, the way he buzzes around, I wish he could do that week in, week out, because if he does, he can be a really good top player, man, honestly. The concentration levels were high, and he kept it to a real standard, so fair play to him. Maguire, who I thought was absolutely a rock at the back, um, fair play to him. Um, again, he was the captain, and he, you know, showed a bit of leadership, and 
he, he honestly he played absolutely well. Um, Lindelof for me, there was a few mistakes he made, but again, what can I say? When you got someone like uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka covering your tracks, making sure you don't make that mistake, then boy, because Wan-Bissaka was a fucking rock. He was a rock, and boy, did he not look back. He was absolutely honestly. I've Sterling. There might be an interview one day, and Sterling goes like, and they asked him, "So, who's the toughest opponent you face?" Donny will say Aaron Wan-Bissaka. He did not let Sterling have a chance whatsoever, bro. Whatsoever. He was making sure them blocks were coming in, stopping him, making sure that you ain't scoring, you ain't getting no shitty assist. It's mad. And it happened, man. So fair play to Wan-Bissaka. You did your thing. The forwards, Rashford, Martial, James in especially. I mean, the pace that guy has on him is... Frightening city defense, though they don't know how to deal with that man. The guy is just too quick, and it looks like you know if they if Man United can find form and make sure they start winning games, then maybe just maybe, you know, the top four is back on. But at the end of the day, saying all of this, you know, it has to come down to the manager. The manager got it right. I'm not gonna sit here and slate him when he gets it right. No, I'm gonna praise him. However, I still feel like he's not the man to be leading the club. You know. Some will say I'm mad, some but don't get sucked in from the wins against Tottenham and Manchester City. They're good wins, but it's about beating the lesser teams as well. Because a lot of people were forgetting that we drew to Aston Villa at home and we drew to Sheffield United. Things like that are dangerous, brother, and we have to realise and wake up, brother. We need to snap out of that. But listen, Man United is uh, Manchester is red. Man United move. They move into fifth, and boy. Am I happy? I'm over the moon, bruv. I'm over the moon, but we keep it moving. Man City are now 14 points behind the league the league leaders, Liverpool, who I'm now going to dive into. Um, Bournemouth versus Liverpool. Bournemouth nil, Liverpool three. I mean, you're looking at that and you're, uh, uh, slightly... Uh, 14 points is a big gap. It's a big, big... It's a huge gap. And I don't see... There's never happened for a 14 gap for a champions to catch the league leaders after 14 points behind. It's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. And this is why Liverpool win. They go there. They win convincingly. 30 now. That's making our 33 games unbeaten for Liverpool. Only Chelsea and Arsenal have more. Chelsea with 40 and Arsenal with obviously 49. Um, we all know who ended Arsenal's run. I'm not going to uh, name state names. But if you know, you know. Uh, if you don't know, I'm going to let you know. It was Manchester United. I'm taking back old school. Uh, you just all I can remember is Vanish Troy celebrating on his knees, crying, knowing that he did what he had to do. Fuck you guys. Yeah, so Liverpool end up winning 3-0. <laughs> I fucking hate you, man. So long as I can slot it in there, just to let you guys rub, I'm trying to rub more salt in a wound. Yeah. Um, 33 games let me not get carried away 33 games unbeaten um, like I said uh, only Chelsea have 40 and Arsenal have 49 they're the only ones that have more bruv Liverpool which is Liverpool scintillating absolutely scintillating what what more do you want from Liverpool bruv I can sit here and I can be like fuck them I can be like I don't want them to win the league I've told you I told you midweek guys I have accepted it I have accepted it like no man's business. And if it means that they're going to win it, then so be it. I mean, I've, I've like I said, I've got a lot of Liverpool friends. And um, they've seen me celebrate year in, year out with my team winning the trophies, upon trophies and whatnot. And this is their time. This is this is Liverpool's time, bro. I've, I've accepted it. Obviously, with the way City are playing, 
City ain't catching them, bruv. 3-0, Bournemouth, bruv. Anyway, whole tight seller as well, bruv. He made his 100th appearance and scoring his 63rd goal. Um, absolutely bad. The guy's phenomenal, man. Absolutely phenomenal. What more do you want, bruv? Bruv, this is, this is, this is, this is Salah. <laughs> this is Liverpool. They're doing their thing. Um, and they're not looking, it's, bruv, just win after win after win after win after win. What what can you say, bruv? And their next game is Watford at Anfield. Can what, what you think they're gonna lose? Get get out of here. Get out of here. They're not losing. They're not losing at all. Are you fucking mad, bruv? Oxlade on the score sheet as well. He got his first away goal since November 2017. Bruv, Ox. At least he's chipping away. When I see Liverpool players like this, even Kaita, Kaita scored as well. When I see, I, I tell him my boy, when I see players that, you know, that don't usually score, getting get involved with the goals, get involved with the actions, and you're on top, I just look at it and I think, it just reminds me of when Man United was doing it. Um, and goals, people were coming out of nowhere and scoring a goal. You're like, oh, he's scoring, he's chipping in, and they're winning, they're winning, they're winning. That's what it seems like. And when you've got a team that just, it's just fluid. It's just, it's just fluid. It's just smooth. And everyone's scoring and everyone knows what they're, they're on, they're on game. Then, wow. What more do you want? It looks like they're on their way to win their first Premier League title in over 30 years. Absolutely crazy. So, fair play to Liverpool, man. Um, Bournemouth look fucked. They looked absolutely fucked. Um, bruv, they've got so many injuries and Bournemouth are in trouble, man. Bournemouth are in trouble. Um, you got a feel for them. However, this is how the game goes. Um, so, Bournemouth got a really, really dig deep, boy. You, man, got a really, really dig deep because you are, boy, you're not far from, you know, the bottom the bottom three. I mean, Bournemouth is with 16 points. Um, yeah, you're not you're not far at all, man. I think Southampton's got 15. Bournemouth's got 16. Yeah, it's just pure L's and... If I'm not mistaken, your next game is Chelsea at the bridge. Bro, it is looking long. Long. It's just looking long. And I feel sorry for Bournemouth, but it's the injuries that's killing them. And they have to realise <clears throat> the position that they are in. So, yeah, man, Bournemouth, go back to the drawing board. But if you're going to go to the bridge, you better pray you get a result. Chelsea will be looking for vengeance. But, hey, what can I say? Um, Spurs versus Burnley. Spurs 5, Burnley nil. Kane with two goals. Mora on the score sheet. Sissoko on the score sheet. And Hugh Himson himself, bruv. Bro, absolutely mad. The goal he scored, mad. And my boy said, yeah, bruv, you know, Surely, someone should have taken Son out. Sometimes, magic happens. It happens, B. <laughs> you know, it happens. And Son is on fire. Son is on form. Bro, if you can't stop him, it happens. And that's what happens. From his own half, went on a scintillating, scintillating run. Scintillating. You, man? Scintillating. <laughs> Bruv. Hugh Himson, bruv, went on a mad run. You guys, if you ain't seen it, go and check that shit out now. Oh, <laughs> go and check it out now. Um, Son was on fire. That's what you call fire. Hey, bro. Again, even Kane 
finding his feet as well. Kane, bruv, he's now got 24 goals in 26 games for club and country this season. Just when you think, mm, Kane, you know, but for, I mean, he's getting the goals for his country. I'm not saying he's not getting the goals for Spurs. He does get the old goal for Spurs. He's got nine Premier League goals at the moment. But, you know, you expect more from Kane. And I'm sure Kane will be looking to avenge that and make sure he goes and rises in order to catch Jamie Vardy. But, um, yeah, man, look, Spurs bounced back from their defeat at Old Trafford. They were absolutely dreadful for me. They were, they, that, that Spurs side, you know, it, it's mad. They've, con they've been conceding, conceding, they've been conceding. But they didn't concede today, or yesterday, should I say. They didn't concede, they kept it clean. You know, they got a clean sheet. Even Liverpool, who I forgot, actually kept a clean sheet. God knows for how long. It's been a long time since they kept a clean sheet. But, hey, they won. It's all about the win. You know, and, and Spurs ended up getting their win. So, fa fair play to Spurs. Um, bruv, it was, it's the first time uh, a Jose side has scored five Premier League uh, goals in, the, in in one game um, since he was in charge uh, at Chelsea. And it was against Swansea. And that was in January 2015. So, you can imagine. It's really good. I mean, Jose, uh, Mourinho's teams don't really score like that. They just make sure they get the wins. But... Uh, yesterday was something else, bruv. I mean, again, he's got Delhi Ali rejuvenated, bruv. Um, now Delhi Ali is just finding his form and making sure he's chipping in with the goals and assists. He's now got five goals and three assists. Um, in how many appearances, bruv? And uh, he's equaled his 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 tally for last season. So that alone should just tell you that Mourinho has put him in this. I don't know, he's like, he's just said, he's probably said to him, you are the best, go and do what you do, get in the assist, get in the goals, what more do you want from Deli Ali? We know what Ali's capable of, we've seen one season where he's banged in 18, we know what Ali's capable of, we just don't know what happened to him, and it looks like Mourinho's, you know, lit a fuse under there and just said, look, fucking go out there and play your game, and it's happening, so fair play to them, man, um, Spurs back to winning ways, they're trying to climb up the table. They're doing their thing. What more do you want? It is what it is. Bruh. Spurs move. Do you get me? Burnley, bruv, it's just L after L after L. I mean, you lost against City. Now you've lost against... Um, you've lost against Spurs. What more do you want? Where do you go? Three Ls. It's not looking good at all. And you even lost to Crystal Palace as well. What's next? You've got Newcastle at home. I expect you guys to beat Newcastle, but however, I just feel like Newcastle are on fine form at the moment. Um, considering that they played this uh, this this weekend as well, and they won against Southampton two one. I mean, they bounced back from that. The because they were they were losing at the time, but they've bounced back and they ended up scoring um, two goals. Uh, Shelby with two, with uh, uh, his third consecutive uh, goal in the Premier League. Um, game for the first time in his career so you can see Fernandez on the score sheet for, uh, for for Newcastle as well it's it's looking good for them so I don't know that one's going to be a really tough one but again when I'm doing my predictions I'll find out I'll let you guys know what I feel about that um but yeah Burnley really really need to tighten up what whatever's going on there the, the defense they're leaking goals you guys are leaking goals you need to hurry up and smell that coffee and stop that stop it ASAP <laughs> Um, Everton versus Chelsea. Everton three, Chelsea one. Bruv, Duncan Ferguson, the caretaker manager after uh, Everton sacked uh, Marco Silva and 
rightly so after the abysmal results he was getting. Um, yeah, Everton were just on it, man. From the from the get go, they had more hunger, more passion. They were on it even more, and they displayed that. I mean, they were going in with the challenges, but I think Lampard was complaining about that. Boy, this is the game, bro. Stop complaining because you were part of the game back not long ago, and you know what it takes. You know how it works, but it means when you're going to Goodison, you got to be up for it. And it looks like Chelsea weren't really up for it like that. Richarlison scores for a first sex, uh, successive Premier League game. Uh, first time in his career, good header the way he just laid it off for my man, crossed it into the box. He was on it and he got the goal. Um, Calvert Lewin again scoring twice in a Premier League game for the first time in his career, absolutely mad, bruv. On job, bruv. On job. But obviously, before he scored, uh, Chelsea did end up getting a goal, and um, yeah, it was it was two one at the time. Kovacic with the with the you know with the consolation goal. Make you know, trying to hope for you know a comeback or whatnot. Um, bruv, Chelsea have scored 20 away uh goals this season, only Man City with 22. They score, Chelsea score, but you know what it is? They tried to change it, they tried to change something, it didn't work. Uh, I think that's the wrong timing. Um, but you know, Lampard's got to be kicking himself, he's thinking, fuck, we shouldn't have lost this. But listen, times like this, you got to be up and ready to fight, bruv. If you're not up and ready for this fight, then dead it, G dead it you know i'm not we're not trying to hear that dead that <laughs> you understand what i'm saying so he's got a, he's got a talk he's got to talk to them man and say look listen we didn't do well this wasn't good we need to go you, you need to really analyze like i said their next game <clears throat> is bournemouth so is that the bridge do what you gotta do you, do you see what i'm saying so it's, it's it's just one of them things i mean it's duncan ferguson he's gonna tell them players you go in there you lunge in duncan ferguson for you guys used to play for everton scored about 70 plus goals for everton um real real center forward real classic center forward that's what he was um big bully that's what he is and if you look at him very intimidating i mean i think it was uh jimmy bullard um <clears throat> the other day he said i'm I know he's in a suit, but I'm still scared of him. It just goes to show. <laughs> it just goes to show the type of man Duncan Ferguson was, and it looks like he's installed fear into the Everton players. Whether he gets a long time, uh, a long time contract, we don't know. We'll find out if the if the performance are going well and they're getting results. Then so be it. Everton's next game is Man United, and that's at Old Trafford. How that's going to happen, how that's going to pan out, I don't know. But Man United need to really focus on how they're going to use this the the two wins the two big wins this week and use it for next week because it's going to be really really huge and it's going to be a real testimony for Manchester United if they do end up beating Everton at Old Trafford but yeah um shout out to Duncan Ferguson shout out to Everton you you got your three points and you needed it after you know a horrid run horrid horrid run for you guys but um you know you got there and fair play to you um Villa versus Leicester is the game you know, that, you know, I, I was intrigued about this. This is <laughs> one of my guys, he went, um, uh, you know, you guys know Shawnee, he was on the show. Is that, like, this is James Madison versus Jack Grealish. And that's what it is. These 10s are absolutely phenomenal. They're getting the goals, they're getting the assists, uh, very similar players. I, you know, for me, after that performance that, you know, my man, um, Jack Grealish at, at Old Trafford. I was really shocked. I was really surprised. He actually did well. He played very, very well at Old Trafford on a big pitch. And he rose to the occasion and boy, it, it paid off, man. And it looks like he hasn't stopped scoring because Villa won, 
uh, Leicester City for he did end up getting a consolation goal for Villa for his side, but it just wasn't enough. Um, Leicester had more more quality, more power, um, but you know. Not even Grealish's goal could, you know, stop that. Uh, Grealish now has four goals in the last seven appearances in the Premier League. He's got four goals and four assists this season. Most uh, goal contribution uh, a Villa player have at the moment. But, you know, it just wasn't enough. Um, it's because of Leicester's quality, bruv. Leicester's quality is absolutely phenomenal. Um, Vardy's doing what Vardy does, and that's scoring. I mean, we were speaking about it the other day, me and my boy. He's, not, he's aging, but he's just getting quicker. He's just getting quicker and quicker and quicker. Um, you know, where, when when does Jamie Vardy stop? When do you go, ah, cool, relax, slow down? He's not stopping. He's got two goals today and he's now got 16 Premier League goals. He he is on fire. He has scored now for the eighth consecutive Premier League game. Jamie Vardy is trying to smash his own record that he set in 2015-2016. That's what he's trying to do. And boy, if he carries on like this, he can probably do it. He's just scoring. I mean, since Brendan has taken over, 26 appearances, 25 goals, bruv. Since Brendan has taken over, the guy is a goal-scoring machine, bruv. It's in it's the way I used it. It's the way I, you know, it's like it's like Vardy is his Suarez, and he's now probably gonna now look at Iniesta as his as his storage. Um, the way I mean, I mean, I listened to my boy. The, the, got hit the nail on the head and I was thinking I was like right that's actually true because Iniacho did play well and he ended up scoring again for Leicester today uh today the same way he scored um uh, the other week as well against Everton bruv listen Iniacho sometimes you forget like right Iniacho used to play for Man City you know you understand he's he's like a forgotten man but it looks like you know Brendan's trying to bring him in and trying to you know weave him into the into the side as well uh Johnny Evans with on the score sheet for Leicester as well bruv quality Leicester is just quality at the moment bruv they're sitting second they're eight points behind Liverpool they're keeping it tight with them they're not letting they're not letting go bruv they, they've set a club record of eight, eight successive uh top division wins and in that time it's literally Leicester have scored 25 goals. So it's Leicester 25 and their opponents just free. Three goals. They've only conceded three. Leicester City are on job at the moment. They've got a really tight defence in Soka, Yoku and Evans. Um, I thought I thought Pereira, I thought Ricardo Pereira was absolutely phenomenal against Villa. Absolutely phenomenal. Up and down that pitch, making sure he wins the fouls with the crosses as well. He's putting in. I thought he was phenomenal. I thought, he, yeah, he, this guy, yeah really really top he's a really good really good right back really good right back who i you know i do admire a lot so you know i know man united got their own right back we got wan bissaka and i wouldn't change it for a million years all right but as a, as a def- when you're a defender your first job is to defend and that's what wan bissaka does defend with the tackles and blocks he puts in i'm not gonna i'm not not in a million years gonna dispute that um but shit happens hey isn't it um, bruv, Leicester are doing their thing, like I said, they're on, they're, they're there, and um, yeah, it looks like it's working well, bruv. Shout out to everyone in the Premier League, man. Um, you know, I've, you know, there've been other other games in the Premier League, which I won't really cover. I mean, you know, it's just one of them things. Um, right, uh, and rightly so, man. I mean, the, the main focus is the big, big six or big seven sides. Who is just going on and on. I mean, the league right now is a little bit poor. But what can you do? I'm covering the ones where, you know, 
everyone's interested in them. No, no one's really. I, I know you guys. I know some of you guys. Some of you guys are struggling. You don't really want to listen to your side. Get you know, be poor or whatnot. But when the time comes, the time comes. I'll speak about your side. I'll speak about your side. You, you understand what I'm saying? Even team in in other news, Newcastle beat Southampton two one. Mad, they were losing, like I said, but they came back, and it looks like Newcastle are finding form. So shout out to Newcastle, man, and shout out to Bruce. I mean, you know, a lot of people gave him stick because he took, you know, like Newcastle gave him the job and whatnot. But he's he's proving his haters wrong. Um, Norwich ended up losing, even though they took the lead on uh, against Sheffield United at home. Sheffield United needed that win; they needed to bounce back from their own problems, and it did work. Um, allowing Sheffield United to get the three points, it was two one. Um, <sighs> bruv, Watford Palace. That was a dead. That was a dead game. That was nil nil. So you can, you guys can see what's happening. You can see the pattern. It is what it is. Currently, the game that's going on is Brighton and Wolves, and it's two two. So when that game ends, it is what it is. But Arsenal play West Ham, and that's at the London Stadium. Bruv, the way things are going, Arsenal really need to make sure they pick up some points. You guys need to make sure you pick up some points. You ain't. You drew against Norwich. You lost at home to Brighton. You've got West Ham. And it's a time, It's Monday night football, 8pm. Bro, I'm not going to lie. It is a bit of a sticky one. It's a bit of a sticky one. I've, I'm seeing the rumours. I've been keeping up on, you know, who comes in for who and whatnot. And it looks like you guys have now narrowing it down to either Patrick Vieira or Mikel Arteta. And... You know, fair play to you, man. You might want to play that football. You want that, you know, uh, uh you, you want to play that good football. And I can understand you want someone that knows the club. Fair, fair enough. Fair play to you, man. In it, you understand what I'm saying? I just feel like a club like Arsenal. If you're gonna go to that direction, that's for you. You might stick with it. I know some Arsenal fans are not gonna like that. For me, if if you if Arsenal really had ambition, if you really had that ambition, what you would do, you would go to Pochettino. You say, brother, let's have a talk. Let's sit down. This is what I want. This is what I feel should be happening. We should be working together. You've had your time at Spurs. Come to Arsenal. There's funds here, a little bit of funds. Not as much not as much as our Spurs, but we've got funds, right? You've got more quality players. You can do what you want. We're not going to put pressure. We've seen how you elevated Spurs. Now it's time for you to elevate Arsenal and get us to the next level in order for us to win championships. That's what you lot should be doing. You should be putting out a plan for a, a manager like Pochettino. But with the like, with the way you lot are going and the way your board are acting, it looks like you're actually fine with going for a cheaper option. Um, hey, listen, my hands are up. It's up for you. It's up. That's down to you, man, isn't it? Do you understand what I'm saying? And if Arteta comes in or Vieira comes in and end up doing well, up on my hands up, I'll tell you, man, look, listen, I was the first one to criticise you, man. But I, there's always a pattern with Arsenal and I just feel like you lot should be aiming high. This is Arsenal Football Club. You ain't, you ain't Brighton, bro. You understand? And as much as I hate you, man, it's, it's, it's fucked, isn't it? You, you, you are a big club in London. You are a big club. You understand what I'm saying? However, you man don't move like a big club. You move like a club that's, you know, tight as fuck and you're just happy to be where you are. You understand? You don't want to go to London Stadium against the West Ham side who do need results. I mean, they lost midweek to Wolves. They do need results. Do you understand what I'm saying? I know they beat Chelsea at the bridge, so they're going to be up for it because it's a London derby as well. So Arsenal, I really, I really, 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 I do, I don't, I really, I I don't see you guys winning that game. And if you do, I'll come on the broadcast. I'll come here next week and I will apologise, bruv. I'll apologise. But it's just how I see it. It's just how I feel. And boy, 
I might be wrong. It is what it is. But you move, innit? You get what I'm saying? So, hey, shout out to you, man. Bruv, Premier League, we got other games. We got other fixtures. You know, I got, I've, I've got to go through the predictions. You know, they, I'm telling you, Christmas period is just coming thick and fast, bruv. Thick and fast. Like, there's no, no looking back, bruv. No looking back. So, yeah, man. Let's, bruv, next week, Saturday, Premier League comes back. First one. What are we saying? Liverpool versus Watford. 12.30 game. BT Sports at Anfield. No, nothing more, nothing less, but a, but a Liverpool win. Liverpool win, and I'm saying 4-0. Four, four I can't even see Watford even trying to score there, bruv. Honestly, I'll be shocked. Four more, bruv. That's what I'm saying. Four minimum. That's what I'm saying. But Liverpool fans, one of my Liverpool fans is going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? But trust me. Uh, Burnley versus Newcastle. Like I said earlier on, Burnley, you guys really need to make sure you do get the uh, results that you need. I mean, you've lost three on a bounce. You need to wake up. Um, Newcastle are on rich form at the moment. Um, they're going to want to go there and get a result. And it looks like what that's what they might do. However, I could be wrong. You could easily bounce back. Who knows? But, but whatever you do is what you do in it. Do you get me? So, pff, I don't know, G. I don't know. I'm going to say... What, what, am I, what, what am I actually going to say? I'm going to say... I'm going to say 2-1 Newcastle. I actually think... I've actually, I've, I think... I think Newcastle are going to get a result. It's a shame. Um, Chelsea versus Bournemouth. I think Chelsea are going to want to bounce back from their defeat against Everton. And Bournemouth are not in the are not in fine form. They've lost five. They've lost five on the bounce in the Premier League, and they really, really need a win and they need a result. But I just feel like Chelsea will have too much firepower. I'm going to say I'm going to say three 0 Chelsea. Leicester versus Norwich. Norwich, for me, like I've always said, you guys, it's doomsday for you. I don't feel like you're going to even get a result here. I know you got a result at Everton the other week, but that was under Marco Silva. Uh, Leicester's different breed. Yeah, Leicester. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four nil, four nil Leicester. Uh, Sheffield United versus Aston Villa. I think this one's this one's gonna be a tough one. Sheffield United. They set up really well defensively. They're really organised, compact. And they like to play the ball. However, I feel like Villa could end up getting a result here. I know Sheffield United won their game against Norwich, but I just feel like Aston Villa could end up getting their getting. In. I think they can nick it one nil. Uh, I'm gonna say one nil Villa. Southampton versus West Ham. That's five thirty. That's televised. God knows why, but it is what it is. Uh, Southampton, yeah, they're scoring goals. Danny Ings is on fire. West Ham, they need a result. Depending on how the result is with West uh, against Arsenal, um, I don't know. Maybe West Ham could, you know, draw this one out of the bag. It depends, but I'm going to go for a draw, man. I think both of them are actually, they're not doing well at the moment. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm going to say 1-1. Uh, Man United versus Everton. For me, after the two performances we had, I feel like we can win, bruv. Play the ball, do what we do best. And, you know, it looks like we can ball. We, we, we look, after the games that we've seen, Man United can play football. So, I'm going to say, we, we we do concede. So, I'm going to say 3-1 Manchester United. Um, yeah. Wolves versus Spurs. I think this one is a tricky one. I mean, Marino's going to set up tight. He's not going to want um, Wolves to even bother. Wolves have caused him problems before when he was the manager of Manchester United. Can this happen? Can Wolves get a result out of with Spurs? With the way Spurs are playing, I mean, Spurs lost against United, but they 
they beat Burnley, but you know Wolves are a different breed. They're a team they like to they like they like to play. Uh, I think Wolves will allow Spurs the ball, and I think Wolves will hit them with on the counter attack. I actually think this one's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be two two. Arsenal versus Man City. This is televised. This is the one I really want to watch. This is at Emirates. Man City's defense is shaky. However, Arsenal are in dire dire. They need help. They're, they're on the ropes. They need help. And wouldn't it be wouldn't it be fitting if Arsenal actually got a manager and their manager was Arteta and Arteta took over and he's managing Arsenal and he ends up beating Man City? How sweet would that be? How sweet would that be? I'd actually honestly, if that happens, remember beat corner. I said it here first. I said it here first. So yeah, you man, stay stay where you are. But um, I I'm, I've been brought down back to earth by God, and He's telling me. Uh, 4-1 Manchester City. Uh, and the final game of the weekend is going to be Monday Night Football. Uh, Palace versus Brighton. This is the so-called... I think... What was this? It's, uh, M, M... M something. Was it? M, M... I don't even know what motorway is. M something derby, whatever. They call it a derby. I don't know why. I don't know where it's close. But yeah, is where it is. Palace, Brighton... Brighton play good football. Palace, yeah, they're they're a bit dangerous themselves. I'm gonna say Brighton to win, bruv. I'm gonna say two one Brighton, bruv. That's what I'm going for. Those are my predictions. You hear what I'm saying? We're out here and we're moving. That's why I say that all the time. Do you get me? But listen, shout out to you, man, that have tuned in. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. I've given you my thoughts and how things have been, you know, panning out. Um, where do we go from here? Well, listen, Liverpool on top. It looks like they look they're you know they're gonna win the Premier League, but you know things can happen. But depending on the results that ha- uh, you know happening during this period around the Christmas period, we will never know. I mean, they still got to play Leicester. Leicester still got to play City. This is a tough one. This is a, this is this gonna be interesting and be very very interesting. Top four race back on for Man United. I think so. I think Man United are now gonna try to creep up and start winning games. Hopefully, they start getting results. Chelsea need to really be careful. They really need to be careful because Spurs are there as well. They're in and around the mix. So we can't even write off Wolves like that. We can't do that, but it is what it is. Um, the bottom side of the table, you guys need to be careful. Your Burnleys, your, 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 your Bournemouths, your Southamptons. You really need to be careful, man. Yeah. Arsenal need to be careful as well. Don't lose this game. Otherwise, you're going to get dragged into that. Real talk. You need to be very, very careful. And that's no banter, bruv. I'm not even trying to banter your side, bruv. Do you get me? But it is what it is. I've said my piece in it. Do you understand? But I hope you loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to everyone that's listening. Shout out to everyone that's tuned in. Thank you for the support. Catch me on the socials at Beaks Corner. That's for Instagram. And Beaks underscore Corner is for Twitter. You know the routine. Do you get me? It's your boy Beaks. And we're signing out. Peace. <laughs>